Off, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kat, and I use she/her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he/him. And in moving these stands through the bracket, we're going to be looking at six criteria rated A through E to inform our decisions. These are appearance. What does the stand look like? Ability. What does the stand do? Versatility. How much can the stand do with the abilities it has? Understandability. How easy it is to get what the stand does? Reference. Stand names are highly referential to things like music, mysticism, and mythology. And we look into that reference and determine how much it relates and how much we like it. And X Factor is whichever one we like. And truly an objective category. An objective show. (laughs) Fully. And it's important to note that when we're looking at stands, we're looking at them in a vacuum, separate from their user. And yeah, we're going to be covering spoilers up through around chapter 82 of part 8, ending with the stand Dr. Wu that we're going to be talking about in this episode, unfortunately. We've talked about him before, and now he's finally coming up, the doctor himself. Yeah, it's going to be real fun how... Well, that's spoilers. Um, Let's hop into it, shall we? Sure. Our first matchup for the episode is Adam Hartfather from Part 4 up against returning stand C-Moon. That was in. Huh? I didn't realize you were going to keep going. My bad. Oh, no, that's fine. I was just going to say that C-Moon was featured in Episode 3 of Standoff. I forgot how small his waist was. Like, holy shit. Yeah, he's got that Seamoon waist trains when he's not on screen. He wears a corset. I yeah, he'd have to. <laughs> he just fucking crushes his organs. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a valid look. I'm considering it. Uh, which one do we talk about first? We've already like kind of got into Seamoon, but Adam Hartfather is first in the bracket, and traditionally we do them in that order. Let's do that. Hey, for Adam Hartfather, can we like? We do ability first, or appearance first, but that, like, doesn't work here? I I mean, it a camera, and the pictures the camera takes. But, like, it's bound to the camera, so it doesn't, like, unless we want to say it camera. It Yeah, the stand itself doesn't have an appearance, but if we had to give it one, I would say it camera. It camera in Polaroids. Polaroid pictures. Done. That's what it looks like. You ever see a camera before? Well, there you go. <laughs> Y'all know Fatal Frame? Yup. I, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that's too quick. It's, it's fine. It's, you know what Polaroids look like. Do you you wanna... know, it's, a, it's a camera. It's a goddamn camera. There's nothing else to it. It's done. But all of our recent episodes have been short. We need this one to go on a little longer. I could rant about Yo-Yo Ma for hours. I really don't want you to. Um, <laughs> do you want me to tell you what Adam Hartfather does or should I tell you? Please. No, that you, that's the same thing you just said twice. <laughs> so sorry i've been very not smart lately it's cool that's been me for the last 22 years but kingdom you're 22 years old uh-huh uh, i understand okay so like a camera do adam hart father takes polaroids that develop quickly like polaroids do and it's basically an scp um because it has several anomalous properties so through Adam Hart Father, if there's a ghost in the picture you're taking, you can see the ghost. Okay, part four establishes ghosts. Yeah. They're not related to stands at all, they're just ghosts. Anyway. I, 
Yeah, there's a lot of ghosts in part four. But yeah, so you can see the ghost with the picture of it. And at the time Adam Hart Father is seen in canon, the user of the stand is a ghost that can only be seen in um, Adam Hart Father's pictures. It's And that's really the best synergy with it. It's weird to think about what it would be like if its user wasn't a ghost because it wouldn't be that great. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so anybody can see ghosts and the ghost of the user only exists in the photos it takes. The user is able to move inside of the photos. And in the case of close-ups, like if they want to take a good selfie, um, they can extend their head and arms out of the photo to interact with the physical world. And the photos can also float around on their own and store objects inside of them. The user stores a stand arrow inside one of the photos for a good chunk of time. The user is able to interact with any object in the photo they're currently inhabiting, which causes that object to move or react in the real world. For example, calls a phone in the ghost zone, and it rings in the real world. And uh, anything... What's up? Danny, he's going ghost. Yeah. In the ghost... What, what the fuck was... It was in the ghost realm? Ghost... No, it, it was the it was the ghost zone. I said it. It wasn't the ghost zone. All right, good. Shout out to Danny Phantom. Shout out to Danny Phantom, Canon <clears throat> Trans. Um, that's real. Danny Phantom's only stable clone was a girl. I uh, I don't remember shit about that show. <laughs> this is a Danny Phantom fan cast. Now I'm going to talk about Danielle Phantom for the for the next forty minutes. Danny Phantom recap podcast. Mm-hmm. So he was just fifteen. Um, and yeah. And it- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What? His parents built a very strange machine. It was. This is Patreon content. <laughs> Fucking everything's Patreon. Give us money. Pa- <laughs> Patreon episode <laughs> where we just sing cartoon openings. Oh my god, yes. I do that. Please, please. January, let's go. Including bloody stream. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anything that happens in the ghost photos are reflected in the real world, regardless of what the victims of the stand do to prevent it. And um, the victims are not able to, like, interfere with what Adam Hartfather is doing or leave its effect for two specific reasons. One, if a photo is damaged, all damage is also transferred to the subjects in the photo. Um, So in canon, Josuke takes a picture of Jotaro, who's trapped, and tries to rip it in half to free him. But as he's ripping it, it cuts along Jodoro's face and Jodoro's head splits in half. Um, but then Josuke yeah, just... Not, huh? That's not foreshadowing at all, no? It's not, no. Jodoro's head getting cut in half? Yeah. Well, this is a horizontal cut, not a vertical cut. So it's completely uh, different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the frame of the photo also acts as a boundary for its victims. So if you try to leave out one side of the frame, um, you either get stuck... Or you loop around to the other side like Pac-Man. Did you know it used to be called Puckman, But they were worried they were going to scratch out the, the part of the U and make it say Fuckman? One of my names is Ramona for a reason, Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call myself out on this one. Yeah, so you should have gone along with the bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but instead they changed it. To, but that's not actually true. It's because in Japanese, Paku Paku is the sound of eating. So... Are you happy? This show's bad. This show's good. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim Recap Podcast. Yeah. Just kidding. Listen to Jumping On Point. I'll plug it at the end of this episode. Um, and yeah, if the camera is destroyed, the photos it took will persist indefinitely, which allows the user's ghost to survive in them unless the picture is destroyed, in which case they go to hell. 
Oh yeah, part four also introduces that hell's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, hell's real and it's full of hands. It's full of hands, but like not hands Kira wants. Bad hands. Damn, talk about dramatic irony. <laughs> he lived by the hands and died by the hands. <laughs> and killed by the hands. Damn. I don't like part four. Part four is good. I like. It's so weird. It's crazy and noisy. And bizarre. Hey, if you don't like part four, then you don't like our music. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, our music's good. Um, Sorry, I'm having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we have to chase that away. Did, did, did you hear that? Did, did my joke? Yeah, no, I, I got it. I was just sniffling. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I guess we should do both appearance and ability scores now. Yeah, appearance is e. Fuck it, it's it does it don't got one. Yeah, it doesn't have a stand appearance. It's just a mundane object, so I think that fits an e. And if I have to rate the the user's appearance because that's like what you see it on most, uh, that's also an e. He's scary, and I don't like him. He's just an old man. He's an old man. He's very balding. He looks like he's gonna stab me in the in the alleyway. And I don't like him. No, that's because he will. Yeah. Um, what do you give ability, though? I agree with an E. Good. Ability, uh, like you said, it's like a thing that like might not really work if you're not a ghost. And it also is one of those things that just kind of throws the rules out the window. I know in the on the wiki, there's the trivia section, and it basically says that Iraqi just kind of thought a haunted photograph as a stand would be cool. Which, like, power to you. But but kingdom, it's like a cheat so that you can live forever. Like if you, it's a second life if you die. I never played Second Life. Neither did I. Remember yeah. all the like. Remember when it was like on the news and people and like newscasters who had no idea what the internet was would like talk about it. Like people are going crazy. I I don't because we were both children when that happened. I I vaguely remember that being a thing. I have no memories of my childhood. That's fair. Thanks. Uh, I gave ability to see. I see. I think it deserves higher than a C solely by the fact that it can cause your life to persist after death. I mean, so I, does being a ghost. Right, but like but, it allows you to interact with the physical world in a meaningful way. That's fair. Unlike Alley Girl. B is fine. Alright, we'll stick with the B. Thank you. I appreciate that. You you you're right. You were correct. I like to hear that. Uh <laughs> what do you think about versatility though? Um, he flies, which is nice. The photograph do fly on its own. Um, but I guess like being able to store something in it is nice and being able to persist after death is nice, even though it doesn't make any sense with the stand. But that's like it, I think, other than killing people, which pretty much every stand can kill someone. What do you give for versatility? I give it a B. Really? That seems high. Yeah, well, I think all the points you said are valid. Like, you know what? No, I think... I think I see at most, actually, because like if you're alive and you have it, it's just shit you could do. Plus, you can trap people. And that's yeah. just a normal stand. Once you're dead, it bumps up a little bit. But that's not really a contingency you want to rely on. Yeah, I don't want to die. <laughs> Damn mood. I don't either. Who can relate? Woo. Hell yeah. We <laughs> live in gang. What about understandability, though? I gave that a C because why it fly? Why it fly? Why it see ghost? Yeah, why it ghost? Why it's, it's, it's like the whole thing that like oh, if you take a picture, you can see ghosts and stuff. But it's fucking whatever. Right, I would say see ghost is just part of the standability, but why it lets you remain ghost makes no sense. 
And why does it persist after you become a ghost? Right. Uh, who knows? I think a C is fine. That's fine. I would honestly argue a D, but C is okay. I could come down to a D <laughs> if you're feeling a D. I don't feel too... Because it's one of those notorious B.I.G. ones that just stays around after you die. True, but like... Which it specifically said that Stan shouldn't do that. But if a stand is a manifestation of your fighting spirit and your soul stays on this mortal coil, is that not the same thing? Ghosts are fake. All right, D it is. I've done it. I've Ghosts? De- I've debunked the Halloween episode. I... The whole time. Yeah, not to like... Hopefully not to cause discourse, but ghosts ain't real. Yeah, also same. Hopefully not to make anyone upset, because I know it's like tied to religion in some in some ways, but also ghosts aren't real. Is it? Yeah. People dying tends to be tied with religion. Huh? One more again? People dying tends to be tied with religion. Right, but ghosts? Yeah. I don't know the specifics, but I know it is. Okay. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Um, Can I rant about the reference, please? Yeah, so earlier today, you sent a message to our creator chat in all caps, and you said, I have opinions about Adam Hart Mother, the reference for Adam Hart Father. Yes, I do. It is a song slash album from Pink Floyd. Before I get into this, Pink Floyd, good. Pink Floyd, good. Pink Floyd, good. You got Dark Side of the Moon, good. That kind of stuff, awesome, great, good. Fuck this stupid song, and it's half an hour bullshit that goes nowhere. Yeah, it's 22 minutes long. They start chanting at one point, and I was like, oh, this is an interesting change, but the chanting sucked. It's so boring and so, like, trying almost to be uh, experimental, but it does nothing with it. I'm, like, I I was literally, I was in the shower listening to it, and I just kept getting more and more angry at the song. Damn, that's a long shower. I'm, I, I was. I was upset for other reasons. But um, yeah, I hate it. I give it an E and I never want to listen to it again in my life. Also, <clears throat> Araki, why you got to change the name? You, you could have just kept the name. I get it's yeah. like Kira's dad, but what the fuck ever. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? It's... Yeah. Are you talking I, about the song? The song is not fine. I care a lot. No, the song's bad. I gave it a D because one or two of the other songs on the album didn't make me angry. I didn't listen to the, the other. It was already 20 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. The whole thing is like an hour, maybe. I wound up listening to it while I was working, and that brought up to a D for me. I'm staying at E because fuck this stupid half an hour song. And why? <laughs> why? Uh, probably drugs. I mean, the last song is like <laughs> Johnny at a psychedelic breakfast or something. Probably drugs. You know what? Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah, just take some mushrooms and then you will. No. Okay. Anyway, X Factor. Do you like Adam Hart? Adam Hart Father. I do because I think it's very funny. I think the way <laughs> Yosh- I think the way Yoshiro's head is sticking out of the fucking photo, floating around in the wind, is very, very funny. And so I gave it a B. I get to the point in part four. I'm sure I'm not. I'm not alone in this. That I forget that it's a stand, and I just think it's just a just a thing his ghost does. He's just flying yeah. around with. The, he's just in a piece of paper with a stand arrow. Yeah, it's the best. He goes around and he recruits people to help his son like that. It's fucking funny. He's just being a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it, though. Okay. What do you give it? 
I like it as a concept for the story, but I think as a stand, it's very weak. I give it a, I was going to, yeah, D. I was going to say C, but I think it's below average. Okay. That is perfectly fine. I guess that brings us to Seamoon. Fuck that stupid song. Not Seamoon. Seamoon, cool. Shout out to Seamoon. We know the song's not great. We've talked about that before, and my opinion stands. Well, actually, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but Seamoon's a good stand. I guess since I told you what Adam Hartfather does, I'll tell you what Seamoon looks like. Sure. So, like I mentioned before, Seamoon was um, first discussed in Standoff Episode 3, Do You Believe in Gravity, where we discussed how we live very close to each other. Since then, we have hung out. It's cool. We have twice. Yes. Twice? Twice, yeah. Once, um... We hung out in the woods next to a cemetery. In the woods? I forgot that was a thing that happened. I thought that was a fever dream. Yeah, and then we drank a bunch of White Claw Malibu and had an AMA on Twitter and watched Haha Funny YouTube videos. <laughs> it was real funny. It was. Hey, Alfred Funny. Gus Johnson Funny. Gus Johnson Funny, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Sea Moon. We talked about it before. Looks like White Snake. Looks like the Green Baby. Uh, it's got a... Big ol' skeletal face with red eyes and spiked eyelashes and vein-like textures like the green baby had. It has nucleotide patterns running around its hips, chest, the top of its head. It has arrow-shaped points coming out of its head, shoulders, arms, and legs. And it's got ones on the top of its head that look like white snake's crown. The backside of its head and its belt are kind of furry. It's got a real thin waist. It's got abs. And it's always portrayed as white and green. It's got real small abs, though. It's it's got a thin waist. We were talking about this, I think, before the episode started, and Seamoon probably wears a corset and it's off time. Yeah. Has to. Like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta... Uh, Yeah. It's unsettling to look at. I'm scrolling down. It's it's fine. But yeah, Seamoon Seamoon looks cool. I'm a big fan of how Seamoon look. Yeah, I I agree. I originally gave... Give Seamoon an A for appearance, I think, and that hasn't changed. Seamoon's a really good-looking stand. I think the way that it incorporates the parts that make it up as like an evolved stand is really, really interesting, and elevates it above a bunch of other stands. It very much is like half half uh, white snake and half green baby, which is cool as hell. Yeah, big I, fan. Also A. Hell yeah! I think it's very funny that we might reach a point on this podcast where we've never talked about the green baby as a concept (laughs) we've just mentioned it because like are we gonna talk about it when we talk about green green grass of home we're gonna have to a little bit because that's just that's a really weird thing yeah green green grass of home is against strength oh so yeah we're definitely (laughs) gonna talk about the green baby Uh we need something to talk about yeah Sometimes you just give your boyfriend a bone, and then the bone become a plant, and that plant's a baby. And that baby gives existential nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it should be like that, you know? It's just, just kind of like that. Sometimes you're just kind of quirky and having a weird night. Can you tell me what Seamoon do? Seamoon gravity. Seamoon can change gravity in a three-kilometer uh, radius around Poochie, the user. Uh, it can make it so, like, it can change it so... If you're standing on a highway, it can make it, oh no, we're all falling down like it's the side of a cliff because holy shit, gravity works like that. And it can also make gravity like 
uh, center on something. So he does it a lot by centering a lot of gravity on somebody's midsection, and then they collapse in on themselves. It's really scary and extremely powerful. We've already talked about this kind of stuff, but dang. Yeah, the yeah, like you said, that cliff effect can extend for three kilometers. When the user focuses it on himself, he can float and, yeah, turns you inside out. Just like the movie. Yeah, just like the movie. Inside out. Yeah, I was trying to think of a joke, but couldn't come up with one in time. Simon gives you uh, personifications of your emotions. That's, <laughs> that's the next one. Yes. Um, also, Simon kind of speeds up time around it, like we mentioned the first time we talked about it, but that's not important. That's not important. Also, could arguably just deal with gravity because space time. Whatever. Physics kids. Damn. We we, physics podcast, yo. We did talk about how we were once both physics kids also. This is a throwback. We've come so far. What episode is this? This is, so this is technically episode 21? Shit. Counting but the bonuses. Counting the bonuses, Specials. yeah. Oh, wait, oh, no, okay. it's, it's 22 counting the bonuses. It's 19 altogether. Hell yeah. Shout out to episode 19 of Standoff. It's a you good should, one. You should listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> What do you give Seamoon for Ability Kingdom? A, it's really strong and really cool. It's definitely an A, yeah. Um, versatility. A, it's really strong and really cool. Oh. You can fly, dude. You can, yeah, yeah, no, fuck it. We gave it a B the first time, but I think an A is fine. Yeah, I, you can I, fly, fuck it. I was stupid back then. I was just a dumb <laughs> kid. Yeah, we're older now. That was August, question mark? Shit. Yeah understandability it's just gravity do you believe in it yes the, the stand becomes a lot less understandable if the moon if the world is flat so i mean like <laughs> if you want to go there Bucci is not a flat earther understandability is an a okay but Bucci probably would be a flat earther though i don't think so that's my head canon all right if if you sure. talked him into it he'd be a flat earther I don't think Dio would be a flat earther. Yeah, but he'd manipulate people into thinking it. Just for fun? Yeah. God, sure. Yeah, whole horse would fall for it. <laughs> whole horse would so fall for it. Yeah. Uh, so you said something changed for you in the reference category, which the reference is Sea Moon by Wings. Yeah, I didn't like it as much before, and I listened to it a couple more times today, and it's not bad. It's not actually that bad. It's not my thing, but it's pretty decent. Okay, what what do you give it then? Um, what did you give? You gave it an A before because you really like it, right? No, I gave it a C or a D before because oh. I didn't like it, and it mentioned this, but it mentioned gravity in it. Yeah. Um, I and I still give it a C. Uh, I don't give it a B. Okay. I definitely wouldn't put it in a, in a playlist or anything, but it's not. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not the worst. It's not I'm the worst. Sh- I'm sure Paul McCartney has definitely made worse songs. I can say that with a fact. For a fact? For a fact. Fucking yeah. And X Factor. Yours is an A. Yes. I'll give it an A too. Yeah, I was going to say, you've given pretty much everything else an A or a B. Yeah. Simone's cool. I really like... I like Punch Ghost. And this is, I, I said this in that episode too. But this is like the a really, really good version of punch ghost at least like stylistically it is and it's remote control punch ghost which is also pretty unique yeah i like his face he looks really angry 
And yeah. it's a very nice shade of green. It is like the grass of home. <clears throat> wow. Damn. I was going to say like the character I used to represent myself in Meruem, but. In what? Meruem, the character I used in my profile picture and everything. But, but he's a black and white version, so whatever. Oh, cooler cell. Yeah, cooler cell. But not cooler in cell. What? The, the character. <sighs> Never mind. Oh, okay. Oh. The, the character cooler in cell, but not. I'm, I'm, I'm a wreck. I'm falling apart. My voice is dying. Ah. That was just out of me taking off my glasses in disappointment. <laughs> I think Seaman beats Adam Hartfather. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Seaman punches the picture and it folds up into a little ball and the ghost goes to hand hell. Fucking black hole. Yeah, that's gravity. Seamoon, Seamoon. And yeah. That was a lot of fun. I'm really glad we talked about those for so long uh, because that's the end of the episode. I really appreciate all of you listening. It's not the end of the episode. Don't turn it off. Uh, I'm I'm pulling up challenge now to see what the (laughs) brackets for next week are. Uh, Because, yeah, that's it. There's nothing else we need to talk about Uh, this episode. We got to talk about the growth growth frog boy. These stands are both so gross. I love my growth frog boy. He was so nice for like 20 minutes and then stopped. Yo-Yo Ma is a pervert. (laughs) Take that out of context. Send it to the cellist. It's fucking fine. I guess I'll tell you what it looks like, sadly. It's a a frog boy. No, I want to see what it looks like so you can get into what it does because I'm not even sure anymore. Sure. Yo-Yo Ma is an automatic stand, and it looks like a sentient pickle in a denim onesie. (laughs) They're called overalls, you bitch! (laughs) It's a denim onesie. It also has a spike coming out of its head that looks like it, like, (laughs) blasted out from its head, the outside. And, like, bolts on its shoulders and head, like, fucking Frankenstein. It's always drooling, and it's a gross frog boy with real sad-looking eyes. I want a Yo-Yo Ma plushie. And it's wearing pink gloves. It's wearing pink gloves and has one eye is yellow and one eye is pink. Yeah, it's it's designed to look after forest fairies from Grim Fairy Tales. That sounds fake. The spike is a German-style military helmet spike. That is true. It's Yeah, it's a pickle boy in that it's green and scaled. It's a pickle boy. It, you don't have to go into more of that. Everybody knows what pickle boys look like. Duh. <laughs> and it's wearing a... Uh, a denim onesie, yeah, yeah with yeah, knee yeah. holes. It cut holes out over its knees so that it can I do skateboard tricks better. <laughs> I thought that'd be like knee pads, but that is just the same texture and color as its skin, so it must, yeah, yeah. But they're not ripped. It's just, it's just there. It's style. It. I give it an it? E. Wow. I I don't like this perverted frog and its drool. I'm honestly offended that you would insult my son like this but teach their own i guess i'm i'm gonna give i'm gonna go ahead and uh, override yours i'm gonna veto your decision and give yo-yo ma an s plus i hate you (laughs) but act are you are you being serious no i would give it a c i'll average it out to a d if that'll make you happy fine 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 Look up Yo-Yo Ma and make your own decision. It's gross, but it's like, it's kind of adorable. So you all know Pickle Rick. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> <kidding. laughs> I'm Yo-Yo 
Yoba! Damn. Podcast over. We won it, jokes. We did it. We made the pickle rick joke. Hey, you know about Szechuan sauce from McDonald's? Szechuan sauce. Now we get the pickle haub sauce. <laughs> pickle haub. Oh my god. Okay, but is that the name with the spike on the top of his head that you're just yeah. saying in German yeah. without prefacing it with anything? No, it's the name of the sauce, duh. <laughs> god, this show's so fucking bad. I hope you all. I hope you all like the, the the Christmas episode. We're recording that next, but you heard that last time. I hope it made it worth this shit. It's good. The Grinch is also a pickle boy. <laughs> <laughs> By your logic. <laughs> what does what does Yo Yo Ma do? Please tell me. So yeah, like you mentioned, Yo Yo Ma is an automatic stand. It has a huge amount of intelligence for an automatic stand. Um. But unfortunately, that means it can have a personality. <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma is deeply masochistic, which isn't a bad thing. But it That's is... Arguable. Oh? It, it, I, I mean, like, in the karmic scale of things. Like, in the sure. grand scheme, it's okay to be a masochist. I just don't, I just don't like that this frogman is... is it, that makes me unsettled. Right. Yeah, this fro- it's very bad in this frogman. It's going to be a real bad arc to see animated true um it relishes pain and it has a fixation on eating things and drools excessively don't we all i'm sorry i had to do it you're good um hmm hmm that that joke would just wind up cut so i'm not even gonna say it all right yeah do you think the masochism and the drooling are like related okay yeah cut that joke (laughs) yeah um that's that's just for us all right yeah, Yo-Yo Ma, like other automatic stands, has a huge range, it's autonomous, and it has, not like other uh, automatic stands, but this one has near indestructibility. When it's assigned a target by its user, Dolce & Gabbana, it... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, by its user, it follows them and constantly offers to assist them in any way possible. This generally leads to the target dropping its guard. Yo-Yo Ma's primary method of attack is its acidic saliva, which it sprays everywhere through its drool. It uses this to covertly melt its victim's flesh because it causes no bleeding or pain. And it uses its great intellect to weaponize this to a various degrees of effect. Um, in the manga, it put it in water that splashed up onto its victims and also put it in mosquito stingers so that when they stung the individual, it injected the venom, the acid. Venom. Sorry, that was the bad Eminem song reference that was made for the venom. I'm sorry. <laughs> he go venom. I forgot that. Wait, that was that was for the venom movie. Yeah, it was played in the venom movie. It was really dumb. Right, but I didn't realize it was written for the Venom movie, oh, no. that is. Yup. Yeah, that's so much. Yeah, um, what do you think of this ability, though? Um, being big smart, I don't know if big smart is part of ability or versatility. I think it's part of ability, because as an automatic stand, that's something that kind of, like, not true. to keep using the word stand, but stands out. Yeah, that's true. And I think if we're thinking versatility from the perspective of the user how versatile the stand is for the user. That much intelligence is actually bad. Oh. Because it could just fuck everything up by having, like, a mind of its own. True. But that, that's versatility, not this. 
uh, ability, I would give it. Can it do much else than just kill people? Because I would give it a C. I mean, it's very smart and an automatic stand. I imagine you can just be like, hey, I want a Pepsi, and it would go get you a Pepsi. But it could also spit some of the toxic goo in the Pepsi and just to fuck you over. Because it, it, Is having a superpower, like, how strong it is based on how good it can get you a Pepsi? Yes, it's based on how good it can get you a Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that video. <laughs> Good. I but it could it can do a lot. Like it has a huge range. Like I don't think it's just a kill stand. Yeah, but I think because no, here's the thing. If the user if the user dies, this stand dies. That's shown in canon, and I'm sure the stand understands that. True. But doing a lot is versatility. Yeah. Okay. What are you C. giving it for ability? C. C moon. I think it should be a B solely based on the merit that it's a very smart automatic stand. That's fair. This ain't no this ain't no uh Black Sabbath. No, it it doesn't just poke Mario with an arrow. Mario. Is it the stand for me? Oh I die. Versatility though? Um, it depends on if you think that being smart is more versatile because it's more versatile for the stand, but less versatile for the user, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, we're not talking about the canon user. We're just talking about hypothetically having the stand. So I I think it also rounds out to a B. Yeah, I was going to say B too. Yeah, like if it was all good for the user, I think an A would be fine. Otherwise, mm-hmm. a C. But since it's in the middle, B's good. Once you get that, uh, fuck, what's the word? Shit. Mm-hmm. Self. Uh, self-awareness, that's the word. Once you get that self-awareness in there, then it becomes unpredictable. Yes, concerning. Life advice for everyone out there, don't become self-aware. <laughs> I think anybody listening to this and comprehending it has already failed that. Fuck, you fucked up, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to tell you, you fucked up. Do you understand Yo-Yo Ma? It's a frog boy, spit frog juice. Yo, Yo Ma's my son. I understand everything about him. Are you saying you want to give it an A? Why wouldn't you? I don't think there's anything about it that isn't understandable, is the thing. Other than, like, potentially it being abnormally smart, but... You're right. Damn. Yeah, understandability is an A, I guess. Yay! Give my Re- son straight A's. No. <laughs> reference is also good, though. The reference is the American cellist Yo, Yo Ma. Yeah, here's the thing with this. If you want to listen to really good cello music, you listen to Yo-Yo Ma, but that's a very specific thing you're wanting to listen to, you know? As a former cellist, I super fucking vibe to this. My notes specifically say, cello suite in G major whips my dick clean off my body. Okay, that's visceral. But it's good. I can't jam to it. I I can. Cello's good. I miss it. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm deeply biased. I give it an A. I give it I give it a C because it's objectively good music, but I don't like it. Damn, this is an objective podcast. Yeah, yeah. So average. Alright, are you ready for the seven ten split? Uh sure. What's your X factor? Uh at least a B. That's what I wrote. Oh, I but this is your son. I was expecting you to give it an A. I don't have to be proud of him. <laughs> Damn. 
mood. Um, I give it an E because I fucking hate it. All right. You want to just get through Dr. Wu real quick? Yeah. Can I tell you what Dr. Wu looks like? It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the stand doesn't have an appearance, but when you use it, you turn into rocks. I, it looks cool when you use it. You turn into a handful of gravel. He looks like uh, Janemba from the it does, it, abilities. It does the Janemba thing from the Dragon Ball. You you know you know you know Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, he be, he doesn't feel so good. He doesn't feel so good, Mister Head Doctor of the University Hospital, who's also technically named Doctor Wu. Fuck that, by the way. That's taking that's taking some reference points off. The user is Doctor. The uh, acronym Wu and the stand is Doctor spelled out Wu. Wu being spelled W U. Um, but yeah, you turn into gravel. Do you want to tell me what it does? That you just did. You turn into gravel. And? Uh, and you can. Oh my god! I didn't even. You know, I didn't get this far into party. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what it does too. Then, um, so when you turn into gravel. Oh wait, what do you give a? What do you give gravel appearance? Uh, it looks like a bunch of rocks, dude. It's a D. D for it's- rocks. <laughs> D. D for dang. Those are rocks. I. I agree. I also have a D. <laughs> Because, like, it also kind of looks kind of cool, and it does, like, the, the don't feel so good Mr. Stark, but it's just rocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dr. Wu allows its user to break themselves apart into small, independently controlled stones, but they can't really do anything besides float around in the wind or air conditioning or whatever. But when the gravel enters your body, either under your fingernail or in much more unfortunate places, like in the very bad arc of the manga... Um, it fuses to a part of your body and acts as a beacon that attracts the rest of the stones to you. And when enough of them are in you, the user basically wears you like a skin suit and takes control of you. The way you worded that sounded like the way it enters your body is through the very bad arc of the manga. Yeah, just like uh, Heaven's Door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's 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 real bad. It's an unfortunate arc. Rocky, why? For that reason. Um, but yeah, if you inhale it, it can give you an allergic reaction also. Um, and the user can add other substances to the gravel form, like uh, sleeping pills as shown in the manga, to apply their effects directly to your bloodstream and make you sleep or drunk. Or so this is, let me get this straight. Let me get this 100% straight. Because I haven't gotten this uh-huh. far in a party, and I should. I know I, I should, but I just haven't, okay? Fuck off. We'll get there. Um. So this is Scott Key Requiem. Mm, no. Because he turned his hand into rock, and now this man is all rock. I mean, he's a rock human. Is this even a stand, or is he just a rock human? <laughs> it's definitely a stand, but yeah. I. It's It's a bad ability. But would you want to just turn into rock? No. No. It's not Scott Key Requiem, but it's just as bad as Scott Key. Or if not worse, the ability's an E. Yeah, versatility D? Yeah, a D because you can like control people and give people hay fever, but it sucks. You're just rocks. You're just rocks. Uh, D's fine. Let's just get through the rest of this because Dr. Wu sucks. Yeah, understandability is a D. How do you fuse the people's bones and blood and call all the other rocks to you if it specifically says the rocks don't do anything except and, float around? Yeah, if they just float around, but you're still independently controlled, but they just float around? Which is it, a Rocky, huh? 
Yeah, get your shit together, guy. What do you think about the reference, Dr. Wu? Uh, the song by Steely Dan, the other character in JoJo's. <laughs> was that this episode or the Patreon episode? That was the Patreon episode I mentioned Steely Dan. Damn. Uh, I put, whoa, double reference. Um, This song was way better than I ever would have expected because I've never listened to Steely Dan. It's a solid jam and I gave it an A. An A? I give it a B. That's fine. I would, I would pop it in a playlist. I wouldn't, but I like the way he says Dr. Wu in it. Made me happy. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I like the lyrics. It's interesting. Um, and X Factor is an E. Fuck it. Fuck it. This is unfortunate. No, it's not. My son passes. I, I don't want to talk to either of the. I don't want to talk to. I don't want to talk about either of these stands ever again. But we have to talk about Yo Yo Ma more. Yes. Yeah. Yo Yo Ma. My son. My son passes elementary school, and I'm very proud oh of my him. Doctor Wu is so bad. They beat Dr. Wu by, like, using medical adhesive to tape him to a jar, and he can't move because he's just rocks. It's so bad. Party's <laughs> kind of good. Party's kind of good. Party's the best. Yeah, Yo-Yo Ma takes glue out of his pocket and glues Dr. Wu to the floor. And yeah, Yo-Yo Ma moves forward, and Seamoon moves forward, which, shocker, shocker. They'll be against each other whenever that happens. Will they? They may be in different, like, legs of the bracket. No, I have the bracket open. They're against each other. Damn, that's good. I That'll be fun. I'm, I'll mourn Yo-Yo Ma when the time comes. Nah, my son's gonna beat the fuck out of the Seamoon. Oh, they're up against each other next. What the fuck? Yeah, the ne- well, not next. Not like the next session of recording, but yeah, the next bra- like next round. Yeah, that'll be good. But like you said, we're not going to get there for a while. Oh my god, I'm so excited for next episode. I didn't look at that yet. Oh, we get to talk about what? To, <laughs> it's two different oases. <laughs> it's Oasis versus Sugar Mountain Spring. Yes, that's the second matchup in the episode, and the first matchup is Born This Way, one of the coolest goddamn stands that exists, True. versus Thought. One of the coolest goddamn stands that exists. I'll say it. Fine. Fine. The comic book that Sky sadly moved forward over Anubis. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Make sure during next episode, you don't close your podcast app or a cool motorcyclist will show up and make you very cold. Just freeze your reel right up. Dang it. I still I still don't know how Born This Way works. Like you open something and you close another thing and then it appears and then... And Joski is real for a frigid. It's a frigid boy. Lady Gaga's there. <laughs> Why is Lady Gaga here? Yeah. I love how all of these are like older artists or like not artists that were really active in the tens. The tens, yeah. And then it's like, hey, Gaga's here. Where can people find what? Oh, shout out to the episode after that, which we get notorious BIG finally. Yes, Ooh. I'll finally listen to a biggie song. I'll recommend you some. Thank you. Uh, where can people find me on the internet? Is that what you're going to say? Because that's what I'm going to answer. Yeah, where can folks find you on Twitter? On Twitter, at Tachyon Kingdom, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N Kingdom. I post I, I post the things that everyone thinks but is too afraid to say. Like Final Fantasy 007. <laughs> God. Uh, where are you? Where are you at? I can be found on Twitter at Real Katsune Miku. That's like Real Hatsune Miku, but with a K instead of an H in there. 
And you can find our show on Twitter at StandoffPodcast. Yeah. It's podcast. It's podcast. There we post uh, pictures of the stands we're going to be discussing about in the upcoming week, every Sunday or Monday. We reblog me. Reblog. Is this fucking Tumblr? We retweet memes that people make. We retweet stuff about JoJo's. And in our pinned tweet, you can find a link to our show, our Patreon, and our Discord. Our Patreon currently only has a $1 a month tier where you can get episodes a few days early and also get a monthly bonus episode. And our Discord has a lot of cool people to talk to. Discord's good. Also, sometimes on the Twitter, I post really, 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 really dumb shit. So, <laughs> gotta check it out for that. Ballbreakercha-cha.gif. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's real good. Um, And yeah, you can also send us emails um, at standoffpod at gmail.com if you're not the public forum type. And we're usually pretty good to respond to those. We try. I mean, you we- try. I, I ask Kingdom what he wants to say sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's everything that we do at the end of an episode. Uh, shout out to your other show. Oh, fuck. You're right. Oh, yeah. First, our music is by Nice Wizard Music. You can find him on Twitter. It whips. Yeah. And yeah, this is coming out the 1st of January. So at this point, the first episode of a show, I do with Sky, our decider, and our friend Jake should be out. It's called Jumping On Point. And in honor of the holiday season, we are discussing Grant Morrison's Klaus, which is a comic, because on that show, we talk about a comic a month, like a book club. Yay, I'm not on it, but I'm excited for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's Sky's baby. I'm really happy for her to be getting a project off the ground, and I'm happy to be a part of it. And yeah, now that's it, unless you have anything else you want to plug. No, I'm behind. That's it. You're good. You'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, then that is the end of our episode. And as we say at the end of every episode, until next time, stand stand proud. proud.